Bolt-On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Live from the John's Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is 88.7 The Pulse, KPNG, Chandler, Phoenix, and KVIT, Apache Junction, Goldfield, Ghost Town, Arizona. This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870 with your hosts, Frank and Steve. I'm complaining, Frank, because the humidity is actually at 21% today. What is happening? Jeez. <laughs> hey, Frank. What is going on, Steve? You know what? I'm telling you, if you're from Atlanta yes. or if you're from Florida, yeah. keep, keep that mashed potato humidity on your side. Please. That, please. We people. don't want any more of it. This is Wrench Nation on 88.7 The Pulse. It's Steve and Frank. How you doing today, Frank? We're doing awesome, and you guys know every Wednesday we get together comfy and cozy with a cold blanket. We need a cold blanket we today. We do need a cold blanket. With all your car care goodness, you guys know we always have open lines for you. 480-655-8870. You can you. talk or text any question you have, anything you want to say. We'd love to hear from you today, of course, if there's anything going on with your car and you're driving along and you're hearing noise that you think eh, this sounds kind of weird or your air conditioner's not working right, or whatever the case may be, call, text 480-655-8870. That's what we're here for. If it has you just wondering what is going on under my hood, hey, and you know what, especially uh, Bree brought this up, Steve. She said, you know, um, coming back from a road trip, maybe my car started to do some stuff. Okay. Like before the road trip, you went out, you got it inspected, the mechanic gave you a little big green thumb and a happy face. Well, the car probably realized it didn't want to come back to 114 degrees. And all of a sudden, it's doing, you know, you you kind of, your car performs a little differently out of habit. Uh, perhaps it's all a little bit more of the hills. So if you've got any clunking noise, maybe that check engine light came on. You guys know this is our community. This is your show, people. We've got open lines, a very special edition. Uh, if you got those questions and Steve, we yeah. got, we got a giveaway. We're going to have a quiz today. The $50 visa gift card going out a little later this, uh, this afternoon here. We're going to have somebody on the phone to do a quiz. You got 50 bucks then to use any way you want. Visa. Nothing funny. Visa gift card. Straight visa cash You can money. use it wherever you want. And uh, we're not going to give you the question now. I would use it towards a hotel room in Flagstaff where it's much cooler. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, 50 bucks. That's <laughs> Maybe a, we should, one, one, one week we're going to have to get a giveaway. That's or a, a getaway. Like a weekend getaway to up north. Yeah. Cool it, down. It has to have some, like the Peterson Museum. Maybe we can find the Motel 6 around Peterson Museum in L.A. What's that? Oh, there you go. <laughs> a Motel 6 in L.A. People in California saying, oh, nice. uh, I don't think so. If we're going to L.A., well, you better put us up in some nice digs out there. So, Frank, what's oh, first of all, before we get to what today's show is about, we want to remind people. Let's see. Today is the 5th of July. Yeah. You have 11 days from today. If you're a young lady or any age lady who would like a career as an automotive technician. That's right. We have training for you for free, but you have to fill out the application for the scholarship, okay? One lucky person is going to win it on July 16th. It's for females only. All you have to do is go to wrenchnation.tv. You have to be graduated from high school or have a GED equivalent. That's a great component about the show. You guys know we're a community. Uh, there is a huge educational aspect. Uh, we went to Skills USA. We had yeah. a great time out there. 
Uh, don't be bamboozled. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do anything. You can. And we want to create this momentum. And uh, for the ladies out there, this is a genuine program. You have to just apply. Uh, WrenchNation.tv or Pulse Radio. What is it? .fm. .fm. Or just text the word career to our phone number at 480-655-8870. Text the word career. We'll send you a link. That's right. So uh, you guys have inspired us, so we want to inspire back. And well, that's, stop uh, by even and get an application. Too. Yeah, it's real simple, here. man. You know, you get a nice, uh, you know, and JB brought this up from Bolt-On Technology. He said, you know, even if you didn't pursue a full-fledged automotive career, it's great to just have that knowledge, you know, uh, sure. for the scholarship. Oh, so sure. you guys be aware of it. Get on the websites and, uh, you know, sign that's up That's another there. thing. You, exactly. There's tons of jobs that, that could train you for, as Natef said. There are so many jobs in the auto industry now that this could help you get one of those jobs. Yeah. Well, I was a little disturbed this past July 4th. My family forced me to leave the country, and I ended up in Mexico, people. Uh-oh. I, I, was, I couldn't believe it. I just wanted to mind my business and stick around stateside, but my family, my family said, we're going to Mexico. Oh, gosh. And Mexico... Is a whole different ball game, Steve. It is. When you're driving. I have not been, honestly, since 1995. And my Mexican familias, I love, I love going to Mexico. Yeah. But there's a couple of rules, and there's a, a little bit of a different situation in how you drive in Mexico. Okay, because I want to see if this is very, very reminiscent of the last time I was in Mexico. Well, it, I don't think things have changed. They haven't updated things. But one of the things you got to get used to, people, and if you're listening, you call in and set us straight. We may not be pronouncing the name of this situation. Uh, I'm going to try my best. I've been practicing on billboards lately. I'm going to try my best Spanish. Oh, boy. All right. So one of the things that you got to get used to, Steve, so you're driving. Okay. And over here, if you see the speed bump, it's marked. Okay. They got a sign at, like, height level. And the they, sign says what? The sign says speed bump here. In now, Spanish or no, here? Oh, no, okay. over there. Or it also says speed hump here. but yeah. No, they don't tell you. They don't you, tell you. you. You're driving, minding your own business. Maybe you're taking in Usually some Usually I see them in the road, Frank. No, these are unmarked speed bumps. They, okay. call them, they call them topes. Okay. Topes. Okay, so they have topes. Like topical, topes, topography. Topes. But there is no sign. Now, they'll tell you if the jackalope is in the area or if there's deer or elk. How about El Jubagabra? Chupacabra. I saw a sign like that. (laughs) But so you got to be careful because if you drive it in Mexico, immediately out of nowhere, especially at night, you will not see it. And the people in the back seat will go over the tapas and boom, hit the ceiling and they look at you. Why is it, Steve? It's always your fault as a driver, like some last minute thing that happened. People in the back, they're like, Steve, what's wrong with you? It's like, well, I didn't see the topes. Right? No topes. I, I didn't see it. So you Which gotta, really messes with your shocks, by the way. It does. When I'm yeah. talking about suspension, and we're going to get to some other pretty cool things in Mexico that are different people. So if you're headed down, you want to. Can I tell you one thing that happened to me in Mexico? Tell us the story. Okay. So I'm down there, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm at a, I'm going to a, a light. There's a traffic light in, in, in Puerto Penasco in Rocky Okay. Point. Yeah, yeah. As I go to the light, it's green. Wait a minute. You said Puerto Panasco? Puerto Panasco. No, sabe ese es Puerto Panasco. Puerto. Rico Suave. <laughs> no. Okay, okay. So I'm driving down the road. I go. I see a light that's green. Yeah. Right? And I'm turning. Right. However, at the green light, there was an alto sign. Alto. Stop. Little guy. Even though there's a green light, there's an alto <laughs> sign there, too. Hey. So even if it's a green light, you have to stop. That's right. Guess what? That cost me twenty dollars. Yeah. He made me follow him. That's right. Federal made me follow him to the jail, and he goes, 
uh, $20. And no. I gave him $20, and then, he, and then he let me go. All right. Well, if you guys are listening, and you've been to Mexico recently, and you have a story, we're wide open for you guys. We'd like to hear your little travel story. But speaking on the whole money thing, and uh-huh. we say this respectfully, uh-huh. I love Mexico. In fact, I'd love to, I re- need to get back down there. I just I don't retire. have a passport. I got to get myself a passport. I love it, but they just have specific driving rules, and we're going to continue through this before we cover our show topic. And uh, by the way, guys, we have an amazing show topic. I believe this is the top, top technical gadgetry that you have in your car that you, you, you sort of want that gadgetry, and it's made the top 10 of the J.D. Power. So we're going to cover the technical gadgetry. Is that, what do we got? Inspector gotta? Gadget Music. Oh, okay. There we go. We've got to have talking, If you say the word gadget, <laughs> we're gonna it's cover, Inspector Gadget Music. We're going to cover some of that top, top uh, technology that you guys want in your ride. In a lot of these cars, it comes standard, so... Uh, perhaps you're getting ready to buy a car. Maybe you want to know, hey, how come I don't get that? So we're going to cover that. But back to Mexico, uh, yeah, things are different. And so the alto sign, right? that's like if you're driving a go-kart, the alto sign, yeah. perfect height, right? It's like three yeah, feet. I figured they'd probably put like a freeway where you're supposed to go 70 and have alto signs every 20 feet. I don't know, but those alto signs, you can't see them. That's People- just a trap to get money. If I'm driving a go-kart, I can see them. Yeah, exactly. They're very short. You're right. But if I You're drive right. an SUV, I'm going to miss it. In like, my- I mean, like, there's a green light, but there's an auto sign. I don't know. So you got to yeah, watch see. it, people, if you're down in Mexico. The other thing that you got to be aware of, uh, not so much down in Rocky Point, but for some of us out there that have been down in Mexico City area, maybe you really cruise deep down into Mexico, you got toll roads and you have the freeways. Okay. Freeways are free. Okay. We can establish that. And the toll roads, you've got to pay something. But I didn't it's know like this. anywhere. But guess who's hanging out at the toll roads to keep you safe? Who? Well, you got me. Santa Claus? No. Oh. You got mechanics. You got Mexican mechanics. I'm telling you, this is Really? Fact. Just waiting for your car to break down? Well, if you have a problem, for the most part, wow. they're ready to help you out. Now, if you, you guys listening, now most of us have been to Rocky Point. If you're out of California, maybe you've been down to TJ and Sonata. Sure, I've been to Tijuana. But I'm talking when you get deep down, deep, like you took a three-day trip deep down to like Mexico City, and they say these roads, guys, if you're on the freeway and not paying, they can be a little bit more dangerous, a little more sketchy. You better bring a whole lot of more Benjamins to start paying off. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, the toll roads are considered safer, and you can actually get by uh, if you have a breakdown, you've got uh, you got a fellow with a little sack of tools. Maybe he's got some vice grips. He's ready to help you out, and you, you know, can fix almost anything right there. Well, that's the other thing. We, you know, Steve and I talked off air. Right. Uh, you guys know my bonehead situation. We had. I went down to Mexico and I got really like fast. I wasn't paying attention. And in Mexico, at the gas station, you have diesel sure. and you have gas. Right. Both nozzles are the same. And, oh, really? So, because yes. here in America, They're the different. diesel nozzle won't work in the standard For the gas, most right. part. I always tell folks, just be right. careful. For the most part, right. The big daddy green nozzle, yeah. smell yep. it. If it smell, you guys know what diesel smells like. If it's big green, stay away. Yep. But anyway, I went ahead, long story short, filled it up, my gas truck with diesel. And I got to tell you, not a single place on this planet would I would have want to do that. Mexico was the place. Everyone was helpful. Not only that. But we all, we, we had a couple of cervezas. It was like, we were 12 packs into this. The one guy had a screwdriver. That's awesome. The other guy had a pliers. Mexican people are wonderful, though. And the next thing I knew, my, awesome. my fuel pump was hanging out on the side of my rearview mirror, drying out in the air. So 
I don't care what the media says, people. And I, and I am a, a very soft. I got a heart for Mexico. Uh, and, and you guys know me personally out there listening. Uh, there's a lot of, I think Mexico was just raided. Some, some fake news that said they were number two dangerous place in the world next to Syria. Well, I'd like to see the real guts to that report. Right. Because I think it's a bunch of BS. So, anyway, you guys can call in. We've got open lines. We're going to cover some topics here. Uh, we're talking about the technical gadgetry that really uh, a lot of these uh, technical gadgets in your ride are standard. So we're going to cover that. And you guys know call in 480-655-8870. How about some news? All right, we got some news. Well, this may not be good news if you're in the oil business, but some of that news has to do with how serious Volvo is. Uh, They're the first automaker to actually go out and say, we're going to offer electric or hybrid only Steve in like 2019. Wow, that's just a couple years away. 2019. So they're going to have either electric, completely electric engine, or at least a hybrid. At least a hybrid. every car they make. Now, i got to inform you guys, Volvo... Uh, European company has a large, China has a large stake. They're a large holder of Volvo. Oh. And China is actually going to continue uh, with their battery production. You're going to see a lot of that, guys, coming out of China. Battery production is huge. Uh, Tesla is, is working on their own production of batteries. Not an exact science, but that's their Gigafactory. But yeah, these luxury automakers in general have been announcing major electric vehicle plans in recent months. BMW will reveal an all-electric version of its 3 Series. All you 3 Series, entry-level, I'm going to get me a BMW. Let's start with a nice little 3 Series. Uh, That's going to be all-electric. They're going to announce that at the Frankfurt Motor Show. Uh, Daimler AG on Wednesday also announced plans to invest more than 700 million people. So this is serious, to build battery cars in China. Uh, I think um, we haven't talked to Hong Kong Greg in months. No, I was going to say that. We, we, you know, you guys know listening. If, you, if you've been listening to show, uh, from show one, uh, Hong Kong Greg would give us reports from China. I've lost touch with him. I'm going to try to regroup. Yeah, we've got to try to check in with him again. But Hong Kong Greg says, you know what? Gas is not. China is all about very small uh, bicycles. Right. I mean, it's all. They're not. But they're very polluted, though. They, they have problems. And that's very the other polluted. thing. That's you got other. a billion, 200,000 or 200 million people, 1.2 or 1.5 billion or whatever it is. Yeah. Even if they have, you know, one fifth of the number of cars we have, still that's a lot of pollution going out there and all the power plants and everything else. Batteries are the way, uh, the way of the future for sure. Industry analysts say that because of the uptick in battery manufacturing, that should in theory decline the cost of batteries because that's a big deal. Tesla struggled, you know, that 80 to 100,000 Model S, right. a beautiful ride. Uh, they came out with the Model 3, which, which, by the way, I understand production should be going full speed. Yeah, they got like tons full speed. of deposits a of, already. A lot of orders. 300,000 deposits, I think I heard. And I got to say, uh, and I probably get a little hate mail on this, is social media or whatnot, but I think Tesla's a winner for the future. Uh, if look at Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Yep. What, what happened with Amazon? Oh, Amazon was... They didn't make a profit for a long time. Well, now it's like Walmart and Amazon are going head-to-head now. Well, watch out. We know that's going to change the automotive space. We're going to be reporting that, reporting on that in the future. Uh, Tesla, for one, expects to boost sales to 500000 in 2018 with the launch of that new mainstream price, Model 3. We talked about that. And that would be roughly a 600% jump over the company's 2016 numbers. That's with Tesla. 
So batteries, batteries, batteries. It's all about the battery. And the Chinese, man, they got a good foothold on it. They got a good foothold, Steve. Uh, so that's a little bit of your news. Uh, I do want to cover one more thing, guys. I think this is important. Uh, whenever we run across uh, some news that we think will be helpful, you guys know when you're ride-hailing Uber or Lyft, a lot of that information is open information, right? Sure. They've got the data. And uh, advertising, marketing, things well, like everything that. Everything you do has data. If you everything. go to Fry's and use your, use your number, and they type, type it in, it's data. Yeah. So I'm going to direct you guys listening because I'm going to cover this real quick. There is an app, and don't even get me to try to pronounce this name, but they're out of France, the École Polytechnique Federale de Lausanne. They've developed a new ride-hailing technology that will actually encrypt your travel data. It's going to hide that. Okay. Because some of us know that smartphone. That's our life. You lose it's your It's going to encrypt it, but somebody's got to be able to decrypt it. Well, that's what, they're, that's what they're claiming they can do. And then it'll only be somebody else, some other hacker. We'll get to that. Well, our good friends at Autoblog, if you want to get onto that a uh, little bit closer, uh, apparently scientists. I like when the scientists get involved because that's serious business. They didn't say automotive engineers. They said scientists, so this must be something. But uh, they're creating that ride-hailing tech that will actually hide your travel data. All right, 480-655-8870. A little shout-out here. Well, all right, every week we tell you about the wonderful people, the nonprofit that exists just for you. If you lost your owner's manual, Car Care Council, nonprofit, carcare.org, people. Get on there, type in your vehicle's information. It's really easy. You're saying to yourself, oh, how often should I flush my transmission or what's my brakes all about? But the carcare.org got all of the straight and skinny about your ride. And a big loving shout out to Fireball Tim. Yes, that is his legal name. If you guys really want to get into the car culture, not only the West Coast, but uh, Fireball and Kathy Lawrence, they're inspiring viewers to live an empowered life. Go check out the FireballTim.com vlog. I mean, he's had uh, the Auto Channel TV network, uh, huge on YouTube. We're talking 30 million views on YouTube, all my YouTubers out there. And, of course, the show is supported out there with the Great Hollywood Studios, uh, the Murphy Automotive Museum. So check out FireballTim.com. All right, this is Wrench Station, 480-655-8870. Coming up, the votes are in. These awesome technological gadgets are a must-have. Stay tuned when we come back on Wrench Nation on 88.7 The Pulse. Wrench Nation Car Talk on 88.7 The Pulse. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870 with your hosts, Frank and Steve. I'm still in holiday mode. I don't know who decided that we have to work on the day after the 4th of July. I say we take it all off. (laughs) I think we pay enough taxes. Yes. We pay enough taxes where we should. Look, why is it the Europeans, they take like three months off. And we're, we're over here. We took a little four-day weekend, and we're like, oh, yeah. You know, one time I ordered, Why like, is this? I ordered wristbands from China, like little rubber wristbands. Yeah, you get them inexpensive. And yeah. sometime in October or something, they shut down the whole country for like 10 days. They it's don't like mess you around. You can't get anything no. for 10 days. Here we are. We're in this in the States, and we take four days off. I say we change that if you got an idea about that. There you go. Or just a funky car care question. Give us a call. 480-655-8870 or text. They got a quick shout out here. We Somebody's do. in our audience here. Yeah. I, you know, this is what I love about the show. You guys know this is about our community, and we've got all walks of life from the age of 7 to 70, and we just had... 
Miss Penelope, give a round of applause. Yeah, Penelope. Penelope, she came by with a beautiful dress. I, I have one just like it at home. I'm sure you do. <laughs> and then, of course, Mom, uh, Sabrina, big shout out to you guys for stopping by the studio. They have a Fiat. They have a Fiat. Yes. Fiat's are pretty drama free. Yeah. They I don't do. know much about Fiat. Yeah, we don't get a lot of Fiat's in the garage. I mean, unless it's an older Fiat. I'm a lover, not a Fiatter. Fiatter. All right, fix it again, Tony. Is that what? Ta- oh, don't listen. You didn't hear me say that, Sabrina. Well, all right, we're talking about the uh, top technology. I mean, we've come a long way, people. I mean, I think we got excited when we we had the little square in our rearview mirror that could show us what we've got in the back of our vehicle. Uh, most of that is standard. And so some of this must have automotive technology. A lot of this is standard. So I want to cover some of the basics for you guys listening. Uh, some of the advanced self-driving capability. Okay. Now, a lot of us would think, um, you know, autonomous, right? Full self-driving cars are coming like next year. They're going to be a, a little a little longer. A than lot that longer. They, yeah. A lot longer. And I, I got to share with you guys, you, Steve, you know I do a lot of industry events yep. across the country. And uh, by no means am I perfect in, in what we divvy up, uh, but I do research and I'm a part of a lot of the industry movement. And I can tell you that a lot of the automotive engineers, no way, Jose, autonomous is quite some time away. Now, if you go to Dubai or overseas, they're really pushing the envelope because they don't have the National Highway Transportation Safety, safety board, right? They don't sure. have NHTSA right. watching or they don't have a DOT. I mean, in a primitive sense, maybe. So a lot of these gadgets all are leading up to, we're still a long ways away from the autonomous platform. In fact, Uber here in Tempe, you guys know you can take an Uber that's autonomous. They're testing that. Okay. Uh, in fact, I think they'll offer a freebie here and there to get you to get in there. Uh, I know you don't like, you ain't good buying. I've never taken an Uber or Lyft. You, we got to change that, people. I still take taxi cabs. If you think Steve needs to get on board with, ooh, you like taxi. But see, though. I would go to Blockbuster Video if they had it open and not go to Redbox or buy it on Netflix. It's just the way I am. You're old school. I do. I like the old brick and mortar type of stuff. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. So the brick and mortar of the of the transportation is going to be the taxi cab. But let me say this. Like, is this one of the gadgets that you'd consider a gadget? Because I think the most valuable thing that I've ever had on any vehicle is the backup camera. It is, and that was a big option many years ago. Right. Now it's I'm almost now it's pretty standard on new standard. ones. Yeah, it is. It's and in it, your mirror, or it's on your little screen on your stereo if you have a little advanced it is. stereo. I mean, you guys driving the one ton F three fifty with the right. big long bed. It's nice to have a little camera. Well, I drive that big van, the Pulse van. It has a backup it has. camera, and it's hard to see without it because yeah. it has no rear blind view spots. mirror. Exactly, yeah. and the blind spots. But let me say this. Yeah, that's. A very much a signal of autonomous in the future. Well, because when you're backing yeah. up, it's also sensing how close you are to things. That's right. And it's beeping and warning you, and it's speeding up as it gets closer. That's right. And that's more about automation. Right. You guys know technology is not going to happen overnight. I mean, it, it, right now, th- this is huge. When you have the tradition of, let's just call it the big three, who are hardware, designing, marketing vehicles, and then you have the software engineering side of San Jose, West Coast, Silicon Valley. You know, how long does it take for an app to come out? Not long. Not long. Somebody's got an idea. Boom, they Doesn't put it you out. build one tonight and have it out tomorrow. And have it out tomorrow. Right. So there is currently in the industry, it is getting better every month, every year. There's sort of this dynamic of, oh, what's taking them so long? We developed that app a long time ago. So uh, these things kind of have to talk to each other. 
Uh, we've got, we should have Greg Buckley on the end of uh, our, our latter part of a segment. We're going to talk about how all these things are fixed, but let's get back to basic. What is advanced self-driving capability? Okay. Well, just that. I mean, it. look, it's going to assist in your ride. You know, these days, systems like forward collision warning and adaptive cruise control. Years ago, you had a uh, cruise control. You just said it. Boom, I, love cru- I love cruise control, even now, to this day. it's adaptive, meaning it's, it's actually going to set the distance okay. in front of your car, okay. right? So right, if yes. I'm, in, I'm driving behind you, right, and I can set the distance about where I'm going to get nervous. So when it senses you're getting too much closer to the vehicle in front of you, it's going to slow you down. It's slow you down, sure. which yep. I think is awesome. So that's, that's that. Again, that's, that's another step. It is another step. Yep. Uh, the forward collision warning, we know a lot of you guys are driving. I want to say 2015. Europeans were always cutting edge a little bit earlier with the Europeans, and then the very high-end uh, Alfa Romeo, some of the Italian makes, they're really, they've come out with this very expensive. Right. But now we're starting to see that in every day. Right. Well, these technologies that are being developed like this, I mean, they're going to start to be able to sense that car coming from another direction and slow you down so that the impact doesn't happen or it's a lot less serious. Yeah. You know, they're if trying all to- cars were like that and they both were slowing down. Yes. You know, even if you didn't stop it, it's better to hit at 15 than 55. Right. You also got adaptive suspension. Everything is adaptive. I mean, essentially adaptive is it's learning. You know, it's not just sure. push on and off. Right. You've got a module, a brain, if you will, a computer. It's processing. Uh, a lot of these systems use cameras. A lot of them use radar. So this is the technology that in many cars right now are standard. And if it isn't at this point, we're all coming we're sort of coming to a head where in the next three to four years, a lot of this is going to be standard. You may want to ask for some of these features because think about it, Steve. If I'm on my way to San Diego, if you decide, hey, I'm going to take mom up to North Dakota. Okay. Hey, it'd be nice to have adaptive cruise control. Sure. You can actually. I would like that because I've used cruise control. Yes. It's, it is helping you. So uh, adaptive suspension systems, they're getting so advanced that even the least sensitive drivers can now easily distinguish between that comfort and sport mode. I think comfort in sport 10 or 15 years ago, you guys driving out there and you have that little switch and it says comfort and then it says sport, right? So it's going to adapt to the suspension to handle the type of driving. That's almost standard on a lot of vehicles, which is cool. So if I, uh, I got a delivery and I, I'm not saying I'm speeding, but if I need to get to where I got to get, I can put it in sport mode and I'm steering, I'm handling a little better. Uh, and that's what makes it cool. Didn't you mention one time something about something being able to sense if you're dozing off at the wheel? Well, that's retina, people. This is crazy stuff. Uh, I don't know. I'm not familiar with any manufacturers uh, that have it but they're in testing place. It. I think higher-end Mercedes uh, 100K plus cars are testing the retina. Absolutely. The whole idea, if we go if we go back and say, okay, why are we developing this? Why can't we make, why can't we just get off of gasoline? Right. That's a topic, right? Why can't we just make a car where we're not reliant on gas? Well, there's two things. Let's face it. One, we're reliant on crude oil because we've got huge special interests. Sure. It's not going to go away. Nope. But we're gradually getting to that point. So why not work on the huge factor, people? And that is safety. Um, the fact is, a lot of us, we know how to drive, but we're going to be put in a position where we can't make those split decisions to keep us safe. Uh, we can go way back. Airbags, uh, of course, 
uh, was a part of that. So, you know, these sort of semi-autonomous safety features, uh, they're slowly becoming standard. Uh, some would say, hey, Frank, is it worth the money to have all that? Why don't I just get into a 1972 big Thunderbird four-door 8,000-pound vehicle? Well, that's a big misnomer, people. If you go back into history and you look at safety records, at least when we started keeping it, I think, uh, well, I forget the gentleman's name in the 70s. Uh, he pioneered a lot of the safety behind the safety seatbelt and finally said, hey, listen, we need to have a government body to actually make sure that we're designing these cars safe and not just big chrome sexy. Um, and I'll, I'll remember his name. And was in, it the consumer guy? Yeah, Carl. Oh. What was it? Uh, Nader. Ralph Nader. Ralph Nader. That's I, I gotta, so there you go. Wait a minute. I gotta, my tongue. I gotta clap for myself. Yeah, Ralph I, Nader. I, I'm losing my memory in my young age. No relation to Darth Vader. So now we're way beyond that, and and so there's a, there's certain things that we cannot change, and that is putting a human being behind a vehicle in certain situations. We're just not fast enough. Uh, we push ourselves. You guys know you're driving to San Diego. It may be a six-hour trip, but some of us are trying to make it in 4.2. Sure. We're going to go faster. Uh, we're going to go downhill probably faster. So yep. we need all of this uh, uh, anti-lock brake, and we need all of these sort of driver-assist systems. And, the, and again, people, these are, these are, this is technology that's happening. It is standard. Uh, so if you're buying, again, if you're buying a vehicle, you want to sort of uh, make sure that you have some of these cool features. And, you know, we talked about the expense. It's not that much more expensive. Right. It really isn't. Now, you mentioned um, what we would say gesture control. Okay. Sort of reading your eyes. Okay. Um, getting Right, exactly, because I, you know, I'll, I'll admit it. Driving on those long, open roads, and you drive for two or three days, and you're, you're driving you're on the road 12, 13 hours a day. Yeah. Sometimes you tend to, like, all of a sudden doze a little bit, like, huh. Like that, right? And then at that point, I'm usually either rolling down the window to get some air or stopping and walking around because I know, wait a second, I gotta, I'm got i going to fall asleep. Now, most of us understand we ain't going to drink and drive, but we are going to get into a situation of drowsy driving. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. We've all done it. We're three quarters into our road trip. We want to push to the end, and kids have got us all crazy, and we may get a little, get a little drowsy. And all of a sudden, those white lines are hypnotic. Right? Those yep. lines are hypnotic. So now the technology exists where we have corrective steering and we've got a little radar that's sort of monitoring the pattern of where you're at in, in relationship to other vehicles and within your lane. So that lane assist is so important. Now, don't get me wrong, the car's not going to steer you off the road, stop you, and, and get you into the local Carvel. Right. Oh, Carvel. That was extinct, right? <laughs> What's what a Carvel? Carvel? Remember Carvel? The ice cream? Dairy Queen. Okay, yeah, right. the ice cream, yeah. All you East Coasters know about Carvel. Well, they would have a couple around here, but I don't a think couple. they exist Not anymore. anymore. Yeah. The ice cream melted. It, yeah. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but yeah, so this technology exists, and um, larger screens, people. Have you noticed, Steve, we started probably about 15 years ago. We had the little screen right. in the center console. It was yes. small. Okay. And it started with the sort of the HVAC systems. Oh, look at that. It's digital. It's automatic sure. right, climate right, control. Right, right, right. Now yep. you, got a, you got a big screen TV in the middle exactly. of your infotainment Computer. center. Yeah. And, you know, just having that. And by the way, these infotainment systems, people, they're going to get a whole lot more complex. However, really trying to be safe. Think about it. If you've got a TV and a little Back screen. Back in 2006, I put a DVD in the front. And you couldn't operate it when you were the vehicle was moving, but then I had a switch put in so I could just flip it and it would work. 
Yeah. Well, you know, BMW is playing around. I think Mercedes as well. <laughs> they have, you can actually swipe the screen. It will turn those wipers on. Wow. Um, again, the Europeans do lead the way. Uh, you're going to pay for it. You know, on some of the 7 Series models, uh, you're going to get some of those high-end features that eventually, what I've seen, usually three to five year uh, difference where we see it sort of the, the common, you know, thirty five sure. to $50,000 vehicle. Uh, you know, so you, you kind of stick around. So we've talked about all of that technology. One of the things that I got to mention, and this is really cool, and you guys have probably heard of this, run flat tires, man. I think run flat tires, are is that's technology working okay, so for this you. is a tire that's not going to shred? It is basically going to give you, if your tire gets punctured, okay, run flat tire, you're able to at least get to 50, 60 miles okay. so you can deal with it. Is that, but what about the fact that sometimes tires shred? Could they still shred? These are not shreddable. Unless you drive through okay. a volcano, Okay, they're not shredding. Okay. It's designed to give you... Now, what it is is the sidewall of these tires. Yeah. The, the business side. That's the sort of the, the tank armor. Uh, you guys know some of my mechanics listening, some of my automotive technicians, to actually change one of those run-flat tires, that's a bit of a job. It's... It doesn't have the flexibility on the sidewall, so you really got to work that off the so rim. So how is it not going flat immediately or shredding? How is this? Well, you got thicker rubber. Okay. Think about the skeletal structure, okay. the steel belting. Uh, some of it's patent. Okay. Some of it's top secret. Okay. Uh, but you have these run-flat tires. In it, Look, in a basic nutshell, they're thicker. It's like armored plating. All right. Well, uh, why did it take so long for us to get to that? Well, again, in my opinion... <laughs> to buy it, more tires, that's I, why. <laughs> well, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Uh, we can't. We got to gradually give the bad news to those that are selling a lot of There was of a guy something. once named Slate Tires, and he had these big rocks, and they just put them on the wheels, and we just rolled, and they never never went flat. Well, I don't know. The, the tire <laughs> could... I mean, you always hear about Flint some of these cutting-edge stories, Steve, where they're literally trying to reinvent the wheel. Sure. And, you know, some of the stuff's pretty cool, but it's not practical, number one. Because uh, it's buku expensive. Right. That's the problem. And you'll pay a premium for run flats. But, sure. hey, if I'm on the road, I'm a traveling sales individual, and i got to travel three states, and i I got to get ready to follow through uh, a very particular special deal, i got to be there. I, I think I'm going to be running around with run flats. Sure. I'm going to pay a premium. Well, I'm guilty on driving 300 miles on a mini tire. Oh, uh, I think we've all been there. All the way to San Diego because there was nothing in between that was open in the middle of the night. Yeah, I could, I could see you doing that. Man. Yeah, I could just see you. Steve, hey, I made doing it. That. You I made it. Got, I also got pulled over, and the and the, they thought they sniffed drugs in my car. Uh, really? Yeah, but there wasn't any. Drug. You don't look like a drug dealer. There wasn't any. You look like the kind of guy to have peanut butter or something. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Peanut butter cups. Now, if you go to Mexico, be, that that different story. <laughs> <laughs> so there is some of the uh, advanced driver awareness systems. Now, many of you are asking. Okay, great, Frank. I think I got this on my car. How does that affect the repairs to my vehicle when I go into my local garage or dealer? Okay. Well, it certainly does. I'd like to use the Volkswagen as an example. Uh, those camera systems like to live in that front bumper area. In fact, Volkswagen is doing some pretty, pretty cool cutting-edge stuff. It's some of their, you don't have to buy expensive Volkswagen. You have Volkswagen Jetta. has a lot of that driver assist systems. Sure. So if you're in the garage... And you're getting some service work. Everything has to be put back in its right place, and it has to be calibrated. So if you perhaps have to remove the front bumper to right. access and repair a few things on the engine because it's so tight, 
Most camera systems live right there. Sure. So if you're not putting stuff back right and you're not recalibrating, you may have fixed a water pump leak, but off you go, and next thing you know, the car is kind of permanently pulling to the right. And you're like, hey, what did they do? Did they do any tire work without me knowing? Right. So it's really important to get to know your ride. Uh, I can't tell you that um, you guys can get on a Facebook if you're, you know, we got listeners all over the country and you're not sure where A to take your vehicle. We've got a national network of service providers, great guys and gals in their community, but we'll also make sure what's important, people, is that they have the right technology to fix your ride. Are the mechanics getting the right training? Um, you know, you may have a friend of yours on the side, maybe two houses down, that can fix some things, but. These cars, as you guys know, they're getting technologically advanced, and you better make sure you have them in the right hands. And uh, the other fact, too, we talk about this without preaching. Look, we all want a fair price, man. You know, Steve, we go in. I want a fair price. Sure. However, I want it fixed right. Absolutely. I, I want to be done with it. And you know what? While I'm in there, can you protect my money with a long-distance warranty? Right. A real warranty. Just like anything. If I want right. to go buy a mattress for $199, it's it's not going to last. It's not going to be as good as the mattress I had to pay $1,200 for because I'm expecting it to last longer. They may fix the problem short-term cheap. Right. But in the long run, it's, it's going to cost you more money anyway. That's why I always tell you people, when you're calling, yeah. this is really key. Every show, yeah. there's sort of a mantra and a tip about... How do I behave as a consumer to protect my money? In this case, of course, Wrench Nation, we're talking automotive. Right. You know, I'm not going to ask immediately how much. Right. What does how much give me? Well, it gives me an idea of something that, well, I think I need. Right. I want to know what's the warranty. I want to know what that initial cost sure. to test properly. Right. Right. I don't want a guy that was working on the roof to now tell me, well, I think you need a spark plug. I need a seasoned, qualified individual. Right. You know, and, and so it's really important, guys. We get a lot of calls to the garage. How much this? How much that? And we want to help folks. But we're really setting up both the caller. How could you possibly tell anyone when you haven't even seen the car? Well, <laughs> respectfully. Right. What do we know as consumers? Right. What have we been trying yeah, How much for? is it? Right. How much is it? Exactly. I'm going to buy carpet. How right. much that carpet costs? Right. I go to Home Depot. How much is the box of nothing nails? Nothing ever costs How you much? What? How much? No, 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 and I'm just saying, people, how much is okay? Let's slow it down. Right. And these are some tips. This, you know, you may find a guy that says, oh, that's 320 bucks. Well, right. that sounds good. Let me go into him. Right. And you go in there and the roof is missing off of his garage. <laughs> uh, the guy's missing teeth. Nothing against missing teeth. Uh, hasn't had training in probably 12 decades. Sure. Because I know it all. I'm the mechanic. I know what to fix. Right. You got to be careful. It doesn't have the equipment be careful. either, though. I will add real quick before we break, and we do have uh, in next segment, we're going to tease this out. We oh, we better, we better do it now. I think we need. Oh, gosh. Better, time is better, Here we go. So the next segment, we're actually going to say what? You got to call in right now. Right now. 480-655-8870. What is the most dangerous? No, you know what? Hold on. Uh, hold on a Hold second. on. We can't. We got to be careful. Because people will Google it. They will go. I don't so want- I'm not going to finish the sentence. Let's be Matter honest. Fact, hang people. on. I can still dump this off of the live show. Hang on. All right. Okay. All right. So you did not hear that part. You didn't hear it. You didn't hear it. We're trying to get it together here. Because you have to call right now if you want a $50 Visa gift card. You can do anything you want with it. Okay? $50, people. No questions asked. It's oh. not a rocket science question. 480-655-8870. We're not going to give you the question yet, though. Not yet. We want not to load up these lines. Okay. We want all of our listeners to have an opportunity. But boy, we got to figure out what we're going to do for our iTunes Four. listeners someday. 480-655-8870. Good point. Good point. I, they're like, oh, my You're goodness. Right. They're giving money away. i got to listen live. Call right now, all right? 
We're going to ask you a question. It's going to have something to do with a car. All right? 480-655-8870. How about this? Yes. Car and danger. Car and danger. That's your clues. We're not giving you the... I want everybody to have a fair chance. And you might win that $50 gift card from Wrench Nation right here on 88.7 The Pulse. We'll be right back after the birthday boy. Huey Lewis is 67 years old today. Well, all right. All right. Come on. Give us a call. 480-655-8870. Win that $50 gift card from Wrench Nation. Wrench Nation Car Talk on 88.7 The Pulse. Oh, yes, it is. 480-655-8870. We're going to ask the question of the day. You could win a $50 Visa gift card on the phone. Jaime's on the phone, apparently. Hello, Jaime, are you there? Yes, I am. I'm here. Where are you calling from? Uh, Mesa. Mesa. Are you calling for the game or are you calling for a question? I am calling for the game for that gift card. All right. Here we go, Jaime. We got Frank, you got the question. Well, all right. We know that we may understand a few cars we think are dangerous on the road, but what is oh, hold the... Hold on, let me get the music. Hang on. Hold on, a danger Hang music. On. Jaime, you ready? We need some think music. Jaime, put the internet away. All we, right. We, we, I know you don't be looking at Google. Ask the question. All right. Can you answer this correctly? You get the $50 Visa card. What is the most dangerous car to drive mm. on the road today? Uh, what is that? Back to the Give them multiple choice. Multiple choice. It is the, is it the Nissan Ultima? Okay. The Hyundai Accent or the okay. Dodge Neon? Ooh. I'm going to have to go with the Dodge Neon. Oh, no. Jaime. No. No. What do we do for Jaime? Jaime, Jaime, we're going to get you some prizes, some Dutch bros, all right? Jaime, I'm sorry, my friend. That's all right, man. All right, Jaime. Thanks for calling, man. All right. So this is this is I'm gonna try this again. We're teasing this out, people. We got a fifty dollar choices. Lake's on the phone. Oh, who is this Lake? The legendary Lake. Lake. Put that Lake. Does anyone ever tell you to go jump in a lake? Ah, probably. Yeah, I think so. Hey, Lake. uh, Are you are you are you swimming right now? What's all that noise? Like like there's bubbles going on. We don't even have to do bubbles. What do you? All right, turn off the speaker. He's driving through Tempe Town Lake right now. All right, so out of the three answers we gave, Jaime said the Dodge Neon. He was wrong. So what's the other two answers? We have the most dangerous car to drive right now. We got two choices remaining. Is it the Hyundai Accent or the Nissan Ultima? I'm going to say the first one, the Hyundai Accent. Whatever it was. Oh yeah. Well, you got it. You won. Hey, were you opening? Were you looking at Wikipedia? What were you? No, no. That's he would never look at Google while he's driving. He's driving right now. People, that is the fact. That uh, that is the fact, and you got that right. I mean, there is a whole slew of top twenty vehicles, but right now, people, that Hyundai Accent. uh, We're talking about 110 million deaths per million and a lot of it's attributed from the cargo space a lot of hip injuries just excessive injuries uh in in many occasions causing death so of course uh while we're at it the kia rio was up there the the scion the chevy spark nissan versa ford fiesta a lot of these are small smaller little, cars yeah. small little yeah. guys well they so, can't take it take as much as a ford ltd could in 1968 i know yeah i, I used know. to drive a 76 ford ltd did you 
Those are boats, weren't they? Yeah, I love it. Those were it. huge, yeah. Hang on a second, Lake. We'll have uh, Bree talk to you and get your card set up. Yeah, so you guys be aware of that. One of the things I tell you before you buy a vehicle with your insurance agent, not only are you going to find out, hey, you know, what? Uh, what's it cost to insure this thing, which is important. You don't want to surprise, oh, my goodness, this sure. caused me, you know, that adds on to the fees. But do your research, uh, crash rating and all that, IIHS. You can always go on to NHTSA. We talk about NHTSA, NHTSA.gov. That's a really great resource for you guys. Uh, to find out where your ride sits, your potential new ride. Uh, we talked about blind spot detection as yeah. some of the technology. I like this. You know, right now, you guys may see a little bit of a light, that light in your mirror on sure. the driver's side yep. or the passenger side. When that first came out, it was a little different for us because, like, oh, what's that? But meanwhile, it's warning you. This is pretty cool. And now these cars will actually correct you. And that's the cool stuff. Wow. The blind spot uh, detection, it'll emit a beep uh, if you drive too close. The other detection be... is when the guy honks his horn at you and screams at you. Yeah. People, I don't know what they're going to do with that. But there like is a guy, one. I think there's a German guy named Wolfgang Schmogenshagen. Oh, is that his name? He's changing the horn. You can actually download an app. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's going to fly in this country, though. Because there's reasons why your horn sounds the way it does. I remember they used to have Auga. No. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can I play. I used to see it on the Waltons. No, you can play with a horn at a car show. Okay. Maybe get away, but it, a serious safety horn, there's a reason why. We don't want to kill small birds. Right. And we want to warn folks that may not be able to hear that well. So there's a reason why it has a pitch as it has. Uh, the backup assist, that's pretty much standard. Yep. Um, Love that. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely uh, a great way to go. Invaluable for that Ford uh, Transit I'm driving for the station. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, you got you got all the blind spots. Yep. So definitely. Uh, we talked about how we fix these things in the bays when you buy a new vehicle. And perhaps we'll get uh, Kathy Droz. We haven't had Kathy D. Kathy Droz of her certified.com on the show. She's really an amazing resource uh, for you guys. If you're buying a new car, she can kind of help you coach through. But there's all kinds of technology. And so you want to know, okay, is my extended warranty? This is a good question, people. Uh, with all this great technology, okay, maybe my water pump's covered. Maybe my fuel pump's covered. But what about all this new technology? How much is that going to be covered on my extended warranty? Now, not to knock the seller of the extended warranty, but there may be some favoritism. They may, you know, it's in their interest to sell you this thing. What I always tell you is go down to two folks, your insurance guy, okay. who you well-trusted, you've got a relationship, or your mechanic, or both, right? You're going to go down to your local favorite rock star mechanic and say, hey, do me a favor. I know you're in the business of this extended warranty, and you guys see a lot of this. Can you tell me if a lot of these new technical items are covered? Now, I'm going to tell you that most should be in a very limited sense. Now, right. if the baseball goes through your windshield... And knocks out the camera. Not going to cover it. Not. I don't care what no, you do. It's no. not going to be covered. If the camera fails because of a technical issue that you didn't cause within the, the warranty and the miles, then it's going to be covered. Well, the reality, guys, is that's where we have to be careful when you get into a garage. Are they trained? And uh, I can speak out for Safe Light. Wait a minute. Hold on, Safe Light. Who do we got here? Uh, on the phone, the Blue Hen of oh Delaware is here. Mr. Oh, blew his eardrums out there. What is happening? Not much, man. Just getting through a day. Hot, humid, 
lot of AC work again. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, boy, we're seeing a lot I know. of that. Greg, we got 22% humidity here, but it's 109, sorry, 114 degrees. So it feels oh so gosh. horrible. Our dew point's way up there. I hate wow. the humidity. Everybody, wow, we, we got uh, Greg Buckley on the phone, Buckley's oh, Car Care. <laughs> always, always thank you for being such an amazing contributor to the show. Uh, if you guys yeah, are out in, uh, well, I, I would say, uh, Greg, anywhere, mid-Atlantic or East Coast, Greg's your go-to guy. He knows yeah, a ton of great. Delaware, yeah. Maryland, you know, we're all, we're, 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 we're all around. We're not quite nationwide. People used we're to Delaware. take the Mayflower. Yeah, people drove <laughs> over on the Mayflower as a ferry <laughs> in the 1620s and got their car fixed by Greg. Uh, there you go. There you yeah. Go. Now, you know, now, you know I, I said, no, we have done, we have done pre-purchase inspections for clients as far as New Zealand, so... You know, I can say we're kind of like international, right? Yeah, and we worked together yeah. recently. You had yeah, sent a gentleman yeah. over doing some piece work for a big company out here. Now, Greg, we talked about this fancy technology, and, and I think mm-hmm. we just brought us something. I'd like to dive in a little more because we may have folks buying a car or a truck or a van, for that matter, that has a lot of this great technology, the adapted cruise control. What about that extended warranty? If that is presented in the finance department, we want to make sure some of this uh, technological mishaps is covered. Yeah, you really got to redefine print because, as you know, it's a lot of people, one, the misconception of what warranty is versus, you know, something that's subsidized. Secondly, when you get into the nitty-gritty of it, it has to be specific where it says electronic uh, controls and systems, yeah. not just... Not connectors, you know, right? Or Not connectors, nothing right. like that, no. Yeah. You know, and you'll pay a premium for it if you're going to want to have that that digital dash pod fixed and 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 put under you know a warranty situation. Um, you know, there's so many electronics. What do we got? Like 100 million lines of code running through these. Well, let's cars. get perspective. And, we know, mentioned this. I gotta I gotta give people yeah. perspective. The F-37 fighter pilot mm-hmm. jet plane doohickey. That's about 50 million. Well, correct right. me. It was 150 million. Excuse me, wait a minute. I'm getting my story here. About 25 million <laughs> lines of code. Okay. Right. First manned operation to the moon, about half a million lines of code. Wow. The new 2017 F-150, 150 million lines of wow. code, people. Right. Um, so I think the point is this. You're excited. You're going to buy a new ride, and you may purchase an extended warranty. Make sure. Now, look. We said this earlier, Greg, that the person presenting it, we're not saying all, but they may not have your best interest in case, oh, yeah, it covers everything, sign here. I have here. turned it down at the dealership a couple of times. I'm I, just I saying, Sorry. your insurance agent, right, that's yep. been with you through thick and thin, right. and your local mechanic, your automotive technician on the corner there, uh, there's many great local mechanics that have seen these policies, the good ones, then the bad ones. And you just want to make sure that, a lot of that is is is. But when is you're covered. sitting in there signing your papers and they throw that thing in front of you and they go, "This is the extended warranty we offer," blah 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 blah, and you're just sitting there because you've been there 16 hours trying to buy a car, and you just sign and you don't know about it. Oh, and right. I mean, it, you know, right. you have to trust your dealership. Like I said, I've turned it down before. I mean, what's going to say? Can you say, "Well, I need to look into this more"? Well, Greg, most well, dealers have our best interests. I'm not saying I think that's so. the case, but what do you think, Greg? Well, what would you I, I think that you know, one, it's an additional sales item that sure a you know a salesperson be, wants to put out. Right, and it'd be respected to a certain degree. It, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're they're out looking. They they are looking 
to you know uh, make sure that you're covered. Right. Uh, but you know, let's be realistic; they're there to make a sale as well. Yep. And they are, and the warranty is typically a, an upsell situation. Yep. You know, where the consumer, where the buyer, and and our listeners have to think of is all right. Well, first of all, do I really need it? You got to do homework. I mean, it's and nobody likes doing the homework sure. before you walk in. So you're sitting there, like you said, Steve. You're you're 16 hours into a negotiation. Right. You're tired, fatigued. You want to go home. And they're going, well, you sign right here, and we'll get you another two months of payments and blah, blah, blah. The key is is understand what you are signing for. Yeah. Well, you yeah, know, forget, I may not be able to know, read through that. So I'm saying go see your – like, Greg, I'm coming to see you. Yeah. you I'm coming to Come see you. See Tell me the straight and skinny. Well, here's here's an example. I had a, a very good client whose uh, you know, 1996 van finally went, and they went to car well, – like, they went to a – national chain of used cars and uh, came to me and goes, well, they want to sell me a warranty. And I said, well, think about it. I said, how much are you paying for a warranty? And it was like $1,900 or more for an extravagant amount. And I go, okay, now now you've got 50,000 miles on this car. I said, yeah, but they say everything's covered up to 880. I said, well, let's break it down. I said, most of your emissions related, your catalytic converter, uh, and and your emissions related items are federally guaranteed for eight and eighty eight years eight thousand miles. Yep, your so, catalytic you know, converter. Yeah, tough. yeah. You know, so you got that. Now I said, now you've got your powertrain warranty, which is from the manufacturer, three years or what was it, three years or a hundred thousand miles. Said, so what are you paying for the price? Right. I said, let's look it out. And then I said, if you were just to budget, and we broke it down, if you could budget sixty four dollars a month and put that away. You're basically covering the warranty and That's the money point. it would take to fix that. Yeah. So you know it's very, very logical how you do it. But again, you know the listeners, listen, people in Wrench Nation, you're listening. You really got to do your homework. Well, and that's why I say your local mechanic is a great resource. Exactly. Uh, in this case here for extended warranty, there's nothing wrong with going to your your insurance agent. Uh, I always say it's like let's test drive this before I actually get wet. Uh, the theory yeah. of 60 bucks a month, they, you know, that, that definitely can work. I, you know, we touched upon some of this advanced driver awareness systems, the sort of umbrella of the adaptive, automotive, uh, monitoring. Uh, one thing we mentioned, and you and I, Greg, we were in Detroit for a big technological mm-hmm. conference and some training. I want folks to understand oh. that if you've got who is that? I like cars yeah. in the background. Look <laughs> I don't at know how that still. came up. <laughs> real people, real radio. That's right what happens. <laughs> Live. <laughs> but seriously, you guys may have a windshield replacement in its in your vehicle's near future, and you have a newer vehicle that's got a camera mounted on the yeah. rear view mirror. Greg, tell us what the seriousness that rear that rear view mirror has a camera that works together with these driver assist systems. Right. What's important well, here? You're talking thousands of dollars to have the windshield replaced and programmed. So the windshield has wow. just gone gone from a piece of glass. Now it's an integral part of your management system. So that's something that, yeah, hey, you know, that's co- is that going to be covered? Is that a warrantable item? Um, you know, all of these things start to factoring in where the price of the overall vehicle is going to you know, rise tremendously. Right, when but you think about that, that with your insurance, too, because, you know, I have glass coverage 100%. Well, if these windows are getting yeah. that much more expensive, they're going to start paying for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with, with a... You know. I will, again, I, I will shout out SafeLight. SafeLight has is, is, is actually done a good job with technology, and they've actually got all the right, right calibration tools. Um, I, I will respectfully give a shout-out. I don't... Uh, we're not endorsing, but we're just right. saying that SafeLight 
has the ability to set that. The windshield's got light sensors, mirror dimmers. Oh, wow. It's got auto high beams. All these sensors. Yeah, all that. All that's in there. I mean, I'm just getting a quote on my uh, uh, 2007 BMW with the with the uh, the black the black uh, ribbon uh, up top, and yeah. it's got the heat shield on that. So, and, and it's like seven hundred and some odd dollars just to get it replaced. Yeah. You know, so. I'm, I'm like, wow. You know. Okay. Where's my break? I don't. That's it. Need no a break. break. Give Buckley a break. People, don't mess with the Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you, Greg? Just go to www.buckleysautocare.com and we'll be glad to take care of anybody in the Delaware area. We want to thank uh, you guys for allowing me to have a laugh with you all and, and share some experience. Don't forget your, your local mechanic in your garage, like Frank says. Uh, we have a wealth of information to share with you at all times. Check out any one of our websites. We'll be glad to help you out, especially when it comes down to knowing what kind of good used car you can get into and afford and not spend too much money great points greg we always appreciate you man from the bottom of our heart right, our guys. listeners appreciate Thanks, you thank you greg right, see, see you buddy see, see you next guys. time all right man take care now the wrench nation wild and wacky news on wheels all right if you just won the lottery and you're out in hong kong china why not spend 60 uh, dollars for parking space is that uh, how much uh-huh. it costs stop the presses in hong I kong new york was expensive uh-huh a parking spot in hong kong was sold for uh 5.18 million wow. hk hong kong which is about six just under seven hundred thousand dollars uh you know this is the financial hub of china with the most expensive property out there if you got the dough you might as well just throw it away i think that's ridiculous the government will take it over a half a million <laughs> so steve what kind of car would you park in a seven hundred thousand dollar parking spot uh, 1974 pinto i'm saying 68 camaro <laughs> that's what i'm saying so there you have it. If you're in China, get ready because those spots are expensive for parking. That's your weird automotive news. That's today's edition of Wrench Nation. Don't forget about the Wrench Nation Female Auto Scholarship. You've got 11 days left to get your application in, get your scholarship. If you're a lady who would like a career in automotive, you get some free training, $4,100 plus of tuition right here at EBIT. you got to get that in by the 16th. Yes, and you guys listening on iTunes, we really appreciate you guys. You can always comment what your thoughts are of the show if you got ideas for the show. I think the next show we need to do an email I think so. Contest. Yeah, email for, contest. For the podcast listeners. We love your ideas. This is our community. And, of course, we always, always thank you guys for hanging with us every Wednesday at 4 p.m. And as I say every week, people, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.